When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. It's the first episode post-Thanksgiving. We've been away for a while, but we're back. We got John Bon Jovi taking us in because everybody knows Mondays are Mid-Atlantic Mondays. John Francis Bon Jovi Jr. was born in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, Jake. He's 56 years old. He didn't like this song when he wrote it. What are your thoughts on Living on a Prayer? You like it? Too too corny? Favorite song? Perth Amboy? Perth Amboy. Is that Australia? It's been known as uh, New Jersey's Australia. The Australia of New Jersey. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I forget what other songs we were talking about. Oh, we were talking about the Queen songs, that when you actually think of Queen lyrics, like, pretty corny and lame like yeah <laughs> living on a prayer <laughs> <laughs> yeah well the the verses of that song are cool because it's about like gina and uh whatever his other name was it's about two people right mikey gina's used to work on the docks tommy tommy used to work on the docks gina's working at a diner but the the the, the chorus is super but i was gonna say i don't know if this is part of everyday everyday people's lives anymore but i worked weddings so i went to like you know Every summer I was at, we- and this is a huge wedding song. Just a huge wedding song. Usually it's the close out the night wedding song. But you're also yeah. a professional wedding attendee. So are you here at a lot of weddings? A decent amount. I feel like weddings are starting to become more, a, a little off that track. I feel like they try to do it with something, something a little closer to the people than living on a prayer. Maybe I'm wrong though. Maybe I'm already drunk by that point. I just Googled young John Bon Jovi because I just picture old cougar bait John Bon Jovi. And this is the first time I'm checking him now young. And I mean, <laughs> daddy likes what he sees. Yeah. Got the hair, deep V-neck, sleeveless. Uh, check, please. Do you know the name of the album that Living on a Prayer is on? I do now, but that was just because I Googled young John Bon Jovi. Slippery when wet. Mm. And the the <laughs> the uh, the original art album cover. First, they went to like a mine, and they were taking this big photo shoot in there. And they're like, "This is we're taking this way too serious." So they just hired a hot chick with a ripped T-shirt and threw water on her and took a picture of her boobs, like just a close-up of her boobs that said "slippery when wet." And then they got complaints about that. Because they're teenagers listening to music. So then they just put a trash bag with the word slippery when wet on it. I wouldn't have expected all that from John Bond. That's not the vibe I know. Because I know of him as like an oldie music. But like. Yeah. That, that, that was all over the board for a little bit. Yeah. I was like, what? But, but that was funny because, I mean, I, I, when I was thinking about him, <laughs> when I was thinking about John Bon Jovi, um, like I picture him in in the two thousands, he was still trying to put out tunes, and he was still he was like a washed up sex symbol. But I and he was still kind of good looking, like he had it together. Now I think he's finally fallen off. Um, but he's got to be he's an old guy. How old's John Bond now? Born 56. in sixty two. Yeah. So I don't know. Mid Atlantic Monday. Mid Atlantic Monday after Thanksgiving which for me took place in the Mid-Atlantic. For you, took place in South Carolina? The South Atlantic. Yeah, South, South Kakalaki. Um, cool little town. Tiga K. Tiga K. 
Tiga K. Um, okay. Yeah, they're uh, the the girlfriend's folks are like fully flipping a house and it's not ready yet. But when it is, it's gonna be a really cool spot. Um, but yeah, it was Thanksgiving. A lot of a lot of like a lot of business world drunks. Like a lot of nights, I ended up having like okay, I had three beers, I had two glasses of wine, and like oh, this this cool shot of local whiskey. And then you wake up the next day, you're not hungover, but you're just like uncomfortable. That's why I stopped drinking <laughs> those yeah. those mornings. Like that wasn't yeah. worth this feeling at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So that's why if I drink, I'm I'm dealing with a death hangover or I'm not drinking. Right. And that limits and I, that limits my drinking days, which is, is nice. It's like I I'm, when I made that switch in my head, I was like, OK, this is good. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a little tough. I mean, I was with the girlfriend's family, and I, I I enjoyed them. So it was I don't know. You don't want to be you know the her her stepdad makes a fire and we're hanging out, and he goes, "You want a beer?" I mean, that's a tough spot to be like, <laughs> "No, sir." For you, for me, you're 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 a pleaser. You're a crowd pleaser. Crowd pleaser. I'm a crowd displeaser. Wow, you say that with a Santa hat on. Yeah, I don't wear the Santa hat for the crowd. I wear the Santa hat for me. Right, it's true. Love Christmas. It's true. Pretty excited getting a tree. Getting a tree next week. I guess I'll talk about that when I get it because I can't be too late to the tree because we're going to the winter meetings. Right. We get back on the fourteenth. So if we get back on the fourteenth and don't have a tree, we got ten days. We're like, ah, we're probably just not going to get a tree. So I'm. You're going real tree. Oh yeah. Wow. I want to go cut it down at a place where you have hot cocoa and. And oh, I mean, that's fun. The month of tree droppings and mess, not as fun. Well, we don't have carpet, so it's just you sweep it. Okay. Yeah. But carpet, it's pretty annoying. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. All right, should we should we get straight into the sports? Because this is, we didn't do Thursday and Friday. There's so much that happened. It's a lot to talk about. It's a lot of sports. A lot of sports. Well, we thank you for joining us again, John Boy and Jake Radio. I didn't, I, you know what? I like weekdays more than weekends now. Isn't that weird? I like doing the show so much. Wow, 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 wow. I don't really know what to do with myself when I'm not recording podcasts. Like, it had been like four days in a row. Usually we record like two a day. Yeah, did start getting the itch pretty bad. What the fuck's going on here? All right, well, that brings us into our tri state update. <clears throat> let me clear my throat because there's, let me take a little sip of water because we got a lot of stuff. All right, here we go. The New York Knickerbockers started the holiday weekend off nicely by traveling up to the Boston and beating the supposed to be much better team than them, the Celtics. Then they invited the Pelicans to New York to push them around and grab two straight. On Sunday, they took the momentum to Memphis and beat the Grizzlies. Huzzah! Jake, where's your magic trick? CCSU lost to Loyola Marymount, then played the Pine Manor Gators. Who? What? Where? What? Who? Pine Manor Gators? What the fuck? They were a women's only school until 2014, so they lost. Hey, Pi- hey, CCSU basketball team, when you're on the court, if you're not just walking up and down the court saying, hey, why do you guys go to a girls only school the whole game? You missed a great opportunity. The Rangers lost to Gritty and Co. on Friday, then lost again to the reigning champs on Saturday, dropping them to the fourth place in the division. Still much better than they wanted to be, but the hopes are high. Keep them high, Giants. Oh, Rangers. The Giants lost to the Eagles in the game they could have won. The Jets lost to the Patriots in the game they couldn't have won. Jake's UConn Huskies took care of business and beat the New Hampshire Wildcats with ease. What jumped out to you? What jumps out to me? I mean, first is my Knicks, Jimmer Fredette. Um, Three of four on the week. Since we last left, the Knicks were on a five or six game losing streak. Um, and since we last talked, they've won three in a row. Um, so let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. So yeah, they were on a six game losing streak, uh, lost eight of their last nine. And then they win three against current playoff teams at Boston on Thanksgiving Eve, uh, home versus the Pelicans, man, look at the Pelicans. And then the Grizzlies last night in what was an awesome game. And Jim, this is, um, so I've got one NBA thing I need to say, and it, I, if you want deep dives on this, I we we do the t- at Talking Knicks podcast. Yeah, I have three questions 
about the Knicks for John Boy and Jake listeners who don't want to listen to a full talking Knicks podcast because they're not Knicks fans, but they're curious. Okay. Okay, here are my three questions. Sure. One, is the is the Zeitgeist of New York Knicks Nation happy about this? I thought we were tanking. Um I think you're gonna get just straight fifty fifty. Okay. Um and and the part that the part that's tough is because when the end of the year rolls around, like Yes, if the Knicks miss a better draft slot by one or two places, they're going to point to these games and say that could have been us. Uh, the counterpoint to that is if they want to sign the free agents they want to sign, like they have to look serviceable. <laughs> like if they want to sign Durant or Kyrie or whoever it is, like they need to show that they have some talent. <laughs> so you you have to win at some point, and you don't want these young guys getting extremely complacent with losing. Um, okay. Second question. Yeah. Uh, Fisdale, last we talked, people were starting to get, last I heard, people were starting to get super frustrated because he was changing the lineups up way too much, not playing the guys you want to develop and playing the guys you don't care about developing. What happened in this winning streak? Did he play? Did he continue that cycle, but now they won? Are people now fine with his strategy? What's Where's the thought process on that? What happened with the lineups and are we happy with it? Yeah, so the Grizzlies was his former team. So that one you kind of had as like, uh, you know what, he's he's going to roll the ball out there and do whatever it took to win. And Jimmy, where I started with this, which is something the NBA has that I don't think, I don't think baseball has, and I think football does have too. Uh, man, the Knicks-Grizzlies game was an awesome and fun basketball game, which I think is really tough because in, in baseball, I mean, we're never going to say like, Wow, that that uh, Reds Pirates game was incredible last night. You know what I'm saying? In football, you could say the same thing. Like if the Dolphins and Bears have a great game, you're just like, wow, that was a great game. Baseball's missing that, so that was kind of something light bulb went off for me last night. Um, he has been playing some of the veterans a little bit more, and so that's that's honestly the biggest conversation, Jim. It's like Kevin Knox played seven minutes last night, and okay, so we won the game. But why did he play seven minutes? Like, even if he's having a bad night, he needs to be out there for 12, 15 minutes, something like that. Um, Damian Dotson, one of their young guys that played really well to start the year, has been having these uh, do not plays. So I, I don't know. I keep going back. He had a quote earlier in the season that they were kind of going to check things out in five game spurts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of still just experimenting with lineups and stuff. But, Jim, that that is the big one. Like, if he keeps playing some of these guys that aren't part of the future and they're winning or losing, like then it's, I, I don't know, it's kind of against the whole point of this season. But I, I think uh, Greggy Poon pointed out something really good last night on the Talking Knicks podcast uh, that, you know, this season's going to play out and it's probably going to be the Knicks and there's still going to be the final 20 games are going to mean nothing, nothing. So then you might as well roll all the young guys out there. So that okay. that's kind of a good point. All right. So the tank is not fully on, but you're still like, well, let's get some wins, show some competency, and then the last 20 games, tank's full on. Yeah. Play the mascot. Sure. All right. You ever heard of Pine Manor College? Not till yesterday, baby. The Pine Manor Gators. I watched this game on the stream from the Central Gym. It's very sad state of affairs. Dietrich, Dietrich Auditorium, something like that. Dietrich Stadium. I was only in there once, so when we went to school. But um, they they beat them around. They beat them by twenty nine. Everyone's favorite, second favorite college basketball team, the Central Connecticut State University Blue Devils, CCSU. CCSU. Now you know the what they say in the parking lots. Um, anyway, I, my only, I don't really care. I, I know that people. The joke's going to get old if we keep force-feeding Central on people, but, I mean, this college is something that who – no, it was an all-girls school until 2014. Now they have a D1 basketball team? Love that. It's crazy. They might not be D1. Like, you can play teams that aren't D1 in oh, that basketball. Someone yeah. – that's why someone tweeted – Dark Skull, he called into this show before. Do you remember that? Dark Skull? Yeah. He hey. tweeted at me – to stop tweeting uh, hockey gifts, no one cares about the NHL. And then he said, "Now you're tweeting about D3 basketball. Come on, dude." And I said, "D1 Dark Skull." Yeah. Get it right or pay the price. 
So, and you'll you'll be who's going to be laughing when you know you have the full scouting report on CCSU when they're when they're in the big dance this year. So. Uh, so I owe Dark Skull an apology because Pine Manor's D three. Yeah, but CCSU is D one. Yeah, so add them up. That's D two at least. You want to know the 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 seriousness like inside my brain when they were on TV that one time and I was tweeting out Central gifts as like a joke. You know, some yeah. of the Central players followed me. And we're like spread the gifts and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Maybe I'll keep doing this and tagging yeah. them in it." So, <laughs> so I'm just trying to impress. <laughs> I'm just trying to impress the 21 year old, 19 year old <laughs> Central it's, basketball it's, players. It's college all over again. Instead of instead of buying them Jaeger bombs at Elmer's, you're just tagging them in gifts. Shout out Kenny Horton. Yeah, what's my, he up to, my dude? Playing in Spain. I don't know. I, I still follow. I'm still friendly with a couple of the guys on Facebook. Uh, Javi Mojica, Ken Orton, all, all the studs. Oh, he's playing in Kazakhstan. He's a baller. We'll get him on. Kenny Orton. Yeah, I just remember buying, buying shots for him. What do, you, do, you have a, do you have a Giants thought? The G-Men's thought, Jim? Uh, I Perfect mean, I don't have, actually, this is the problem. I don't have anything that isn't like this game was so obvious that everyone was all over the problems. I don't have anything new to bring to the table. Pat Shermer called a timeout when they were third and 18 and then ran like a, sw- a swing route for two yards. And then they didn't have any timeouts to stop the clock. And the Eagles kicked, were allowed to run the, the clock down to kick a field goal to, with 25 seconds left. And it's just like, it's so obvious. Like, well, dude, white. You can't use your timeouts for timeout reasons. This isn't like right. this isn't um, little league football. What's what's a, the common term for that? Pee wee, pop Warner, pop Warner, pee wee football. This yeah. isn't pop Warner. Like you can't call a timeout to organize a play. This isn't little right. giants. Your timeouts are for clock management. I mean that's like, should... even if it's third and twenty three. Like the difference between that and third and eighteen, yeah. Take isn't as take, important as the yeah. Take the loss. I mean, that should just. I don't understand how coaches still don't do that. Timeouts are not for game. Like not for oh, we got to think about this play. You know what I mean? Like save them for clock management and clock management only because it always comes back to bite you in the ass, and it did. I mean, the Giants still look decent, which. I don't even know if we if we want that anymore. Like they looked like the first eight games when they were two and seven, they looked pathetic and anemic and terrible. They lost. They still look good. I'm just mad because the eight and no joke was one of my favorite running bits, and yeah. now it's over. Lost the undefeated season, man. Uh, they were really ripping on Eli for for throwing an interception at the end of the second half to Odell, but Odell was open when he threw it. He got held twice with no calls and earlier in the season if Eli wasn't throwing to Odell there was gifts of Pat Shermer on the sideline screaming throw it to Odell right so I think Eli's forcing some throws to Odell now because for eight games that was all he got fucking yelled at about throw it to Odell he fucking throws it to Odell and then the broadcast is ripping him apart because it was an interception with 30 seconds left in the second half when you're trying to force more points anyway. I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not as torn up about that as the guys on the broadcast wanted me to be. They wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah, and it's kind of nuts. Like, if they just throw, if the ref throws a flag there, which is probably 50-50, and they call it a holding, they're like, oh, great play by Eli giving his guy a chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. But I don't know who was on the broadcast. They really just kept bringing it, hammering it home. It was annoying. Yeah. The Jets... Jets never had a chance. I saw that the Jets were about to cover, and then they turned the ball over in their own within their own like ten yard line, giving the Patriots easy chance to cover. And that sucks yeah. for people that bet, but whatever. And then your UConn look like a real team. Yeah, they're good. They got they've got another cupcake this week. They they beat up on UNH, which the story there is last year UConn <laughs> couldn't beat up on their cupcakes. Uh, so that's a really good sign. Uh, but oh, the UConn men and women, Jim, have big w- games coming up this week. The women play Notre Dame. That's one versus two and like one of the three teams in the country that can give UConn a game. Um, and they may be better than UConn this year. We'll see. Um, and then the UConn men play Arizona, which is 
you know, one of those, if you win it, would look really good on a resume if you're if you're trying to go dancing this year. So is Arizona still got the that no. coach? Oh, yes. Dude, that's something that's insane. He like they did I hate the NCAA, man. It is one of the worst run organizations in the world. Um, they came out with this giant report, years and years of recruiting violations and all of it, and Louisville went down, blah, blah, blah. But the main guy they circled was Arizona head coach Sean Miller, and then he came out and just, like, said no, denied it, and he's still there. Um, he he is more of a, a slimeball used car salesman than anyone else in the league, I think. Think Co- so? I, I don't know. It's... T- College basketball coaches are full of used car salesmen. Um, and like even Calipari, like who's my neighbor and we're boys, said hi to him once. So, right. but even, you know, he looks like just like, you know, just too slick, too slick to be yeah. in, in the sports world. Yeah. I mean, the Arizona head coach, this is mean, Sean Miller. Uh, he looks like a guy that's got serious anger issues. Wow. Just Google Sean Miller coach. Yeah. And, like, that face, he loves his mother dearly, but he's also itching the fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, you know who? You know what other coach? I, I know all my coaches from March Madness because I don't follow regular season basketball that much, but Shaka Smart, he's over at Texas now? Yeah. He had Texas... Who were they playing? It was a it was a good team, North Carolina maybe. Or yeah, this was the big this was the tournament weekend, so you you got some good matchups, but nothing crazy. Oh, our Dukies lost, Jim. We should have mentioned that. I know I didn't see that game. I was at a restaurant. I really wanted to. Oh, so Texas was playing Michigan State, who who uh, is was ranked eleventh, and Texas isn't ranked. You know, right? But at the beginning of the game, I had this on TV. Texas, Shaka Smart had them up by like 22 points after yeah. 10 minutes. And then by the half, it was tied. <laughs> yeah, they were they were getting doubled up. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I still like Shaka Smart. Um, well, it's like one of the top names. Yeah, great name. Uh, yeah, they, they do a full court press that when it works good, you double up Michigan State. When it doesn't, uh, they come back and they beat you after being down 20. So, yep. Is that VCU point guard in the league? Uh, Eric Maynard? Which one? I don't. There's there's VCU guys in the league still. There was. Uh, I I mean, this is. I should have. I didn't know this was going to come up. Sure. But when they when VCU went far, it was like Shaka Smart's first real push, right into the yeah. thing. When they made the Final Four, I think in 2011. I remember they had this little short point guard that was balling. I think it's Eric Maynard. Could be. I think that's what you want to look up. All right. Ready to go to some uh, more of the national stories? I think so. Got some good ones. A lot of college football and some other fun stuff. Here we go. Now for your national sports stories. Jake story. Tiger and Phil Mickelson face off 15 years late in a match for $9 million. They go 22 holes. They played some golf, too. No, they played 22 holes. It came down to a a chipping competition, essentially, from 90 yards out. Phil wins on the 22nd. There was some good gamesmanship. There was kind of bad golf. Nobody was making shots. College football was kind of the big story of the weekend. The most fun game was LSU versus A&M. Seven overtimes, your final 74-72. to 72, Pretty ridiculous. Bama, roll damn tide. They kill Auburn. Uh, Tua and Kyler Murray are going to be the final two guys coming down for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, Ohio State kills Michigan. Michigan played so bad. Uh, such a goose egg. This is now becoming a reputation type thing for them. Uh, our Dukies lost. Just mentioned that briefly. Suck it, Duke. Go Zags. And in the NFL, when you kind of looked at it, it was kind of a bad slate of games. Thanksgiving was boring. Sunday didn't have anything great. The highlight was Hugh Jackson and his Bengals against what was Hugh Jackson's Browns. The Bengals went down 28 to nothing to the Browns, the team he used to coach. 
Um, and they end up losing 35-20. to 20. Uh, Baker Mayfield had some really good quotes after the game because they were like, Baker, you didn't want to dap him up? And he was like, no, man. That guy tried to get us to play for him, and then he joined our uh, our enemy two weeks later. Like, I'm not into that. So Baker Mayfield, kind of the man, and that's the Portes. You want to go Phil and Tiger first or Baker? Those are our two ones that I think you and I seem most into. Um, I think Tiger and Phil, because I, I, you said you've got some strong things on this, so I'm interested. This, I've come around a little bit. Uh, Tiger and Phil, it's such a cool idea. You're going to hear them mic'd up. They're going to be making live bets. It's so, so interesting. It, it didn't live up to how excited people were in their brain about it. The first 12 holes, A, they fucked up and it was all for free. I don't really care about that. Technology, hard sometimes, whatever. I watched it for free, so that was nice. And and the broadcast wasn't that bad. People were knocking the broadcast. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought Charles Barkley was funny. The TNT guys, like they gave it some life. My point is, I think I would have rathered commercials because every yeah. time they were just walking... My ears are like, oh, they're mic'd up. I got to listen to what Tiger and Phil are saying. Like, I don't want to miss something. And then they said nothing of interest. They just right. nothing. And I think Tiger and Phil thought to themselves, oh, shit, we're mic'd up. So not only are we playing golf for $9 million against, you know, we're the biggest rivalry, we also have to kind of entertain the guests here with our personality. We've never done that before. And I don't think they should ever be asked to do it again because it was fucking boring, man. Nice shot. Thanks, man. Nice shot. Oh, yeah, nice you shot. you Thanks. keep them mic'd up, but you play by NFL mic'd up rules. That like one of, one of their PR guys gets final cut if you release it, but then you can use some actual cool stuff if it lands. It's, um, some of the strategy with the caddies was cool, not like riveting, but cool to have that. But their back and forth was just so boring. And by the back end, they started playing better. Like, it was yeah. really bad golf. And they said, Tiger and Phil basically said to each other. Yeah, I think talking's done. I just got to focus on playing. Yeah. Uh, no more wagers. And I was like, dude, that's what this thing is, though. We're yeah. supposed to hear you shit talking. Like, Fowler had a tweet out and like, this is a pillow fight. Like, this is boring. Yeah. I wanted them making bets like, uh, bet you won't make this putt, you jackass. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, not closest to the pin, not if someone makes a two here, they get a million bucks. Like, straight up, like, yo, Tiger, you're not going to make this putt. Tiger, you're not hitting the fairway on this drive. I'll bet you two grand. You know what I mean? Right. Those would have been yeah. way more fun. I don't know if there was rules about what they could do. I don't think so. Anyway. Yeah. I I think the the two big things that I, I think you're going to land on here, too, Jimmy, is that, A, this is the groundwork for something really cool. Yes, um, I agree with that. Yes, that this this is going to be a Thanksgiving tradition. I wonder how long they go with Jess, Tiger, and Phil. There's so many young guys in the sports, and you have like you have some young guys that are hotheads. Like if you put a mic on Patrick Reed, like you could probably get some good stuff, or maybe you start doing a U.S. versus a British guy or something like that. You get some of the current rivalries going. Uh, and Jim, the other thing that, and this is a little bit of golf, but mostly just because this was bad golf for most of the day. I mean, the Tiger chipping was a roar across America. Yeah, but it was also because so much needed excitement. Like, right. That was as much of a roar as like, oh, finally. Then that it was. Saved, that saved people like their five hours. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was, made it worth it. That was cool. It was bad golf. Like Barkley came out and was like, this is bad golf. You guys know that? And they, they hadn't swung in three months. And it's such a different atmosphere. So I'm not like blaming them. It just as a viewer, it was bad golf. And then... I'm not a. I know the golf people are are very stubborn or whatever, but that end wasn't fun. Like that wasn't riveting. I had. I didn't like that at all. A chip contest where they just fucking concede nonstop. I don't want to yeah, win the, like that. I don't want to win the, like that. So they kept conceding because Tiger had like a three or four foot putt, and if he lost it, Phil wins the nine million dollars. But first, Tiger conceded one. Phil. And, yeah, then, an and then he returned the favor. And like, I don't want to I don't want to win like that with a missed shot. And I understand that. And it's gentlemanly. And that's golf is a gentleman sport. 
But yo, you're playing like shit, and we're on the twenty second hole. Win some way. Yeah, that was that was annoying to me, and also just like a chip and putt three times in a row. I don't know, man. I I the the setup. Let's take two golfers and play them. That and they're mic'd up, and they're that's awesome. But like this, if it's they need to, they got some tweaks, which is fine. Yeah, and I've I've been trying to think about how what the best way to do it is, and if you have. Maybe you do three matchups, and that way you mentioned commercial stuff. Like you could have these guys mic'd up. You can get the good ones, and then cut out between different shots throughout the course, and you have enough action. I don't know. It's just it's it's the foundation of something cool. I mean, and let's be honest, it it's what I said at the start. Like Phil's like an old man now. <laughs> Tiger is, but he hides it because he's still athletic. Like this would have been. The coolest thing ever, like a decade ago, yeah. and now it's just something. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's it's cool, but there was it was people kept telling like tweeting like, "Oh, this is fucking awesome!" At the end, and I was like, "No, this is like draining on," and they're just conceding yeah. shots, shots that shouldn't be conceded, because Tiger they were about to win on a miss. I yeah, don't know. I mean that's the whole point of a nine million dollar match is that you're supposed to see these guys get nervous and miss something. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Ohio State yeah, know, crushed G- Michigan. Yeah, Mi- Michigan didn't show up. They ha- they had a chance to be in charge of this game early, and they didn't do anything. They were down by a point, 7-6. Then Ohio State goes on a run. Michigan doesn't deserve to be in the game. They get let back into the game by Ohio State. Guy boofs a kickoff. Um, and then they just didn't do anything. And this is, this is the blank year that... I, Michigan has had a chance to be a part of the college football playoff, and they always blow the one game. So that's on them. Um, the The debate in the sports world, Jim, and we'll, we'll, we'll probably pick it up at some point next week, but it's going to come down to uh, basically Ohio State, Oklahoma, or Georgia for the last playoff spot, and Georgia's going to have to play Alabama. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it plays off. Um, dude, I'm – I'm kind of out on the college football playoff, man. Why? Like, it's supposed to be inclusive, but is it really? Well, it's four teams. Like, it's Bama, Clemson. Like, they're in it every year. And then you're going to get Ohio State or Oklahoma, basically. Well, but and then you almost get one oddball. But those teams are the good teams right now. I know, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, the the whole idea of the playoff was to get more teams in the mix. Now it's just... More of the same, so I I don't know. I'm I, in my heart of hearts. I still want the eight team. Yeah, playoff. but without it, without it, it'd just be Bama versus Clemson every year. And it still is. <laughs> yeah, but you now, know? but there's a chance. Like Ohio State, when they won it, they were what the four seed, and they had their third string quarterback. That year, they wouldn't have been in the championship game. So it already yeah. produced a winner that wouldn't have won. I also think I hate Ohio State, so that's part of it. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I I need I need something else. And it's it's just like I I guess what it was was the other bowl games mattered. Like if you if you went to a Peach Bowl one year and you were a, you know, normally a mid-tier team or something, you'd be like, "Hey, that was a nice year. Remember in 2016 we went to the Peach Bowl and got a nice win?" Now everyone in their head like thinks they can get into the college football playoff. So when you lose your one game, it's kind of like, oh, well, it, it, we blew it this year, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I still think it's better than what we were doing before with just two teams. Yeah. Much yeah. better than that. And some of the bowls still matter. Like, the Rose Bowls don't matter. All the big ones still matter. There's, there's just too many bowls. Jimmy, let's talk about your guy. Who's that? Hugh Jackson. I love this move from Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and, and and it's a little nonsensical. Like people could say, like, "Well, dude, they fired Hugh, and then he got the only job he was offered was the Bengals. So what's he? What do you want him to do, Baker? Say no because he's still loyal to the team that fired him? That's the rational right. side, and it's there. <coughs> I don't need Baker to think that because Baker is going to endear himself to Cleveland. He's going to become their golden boy if he keeps winning and he keeps this feistiness. Because I mean, and he's like, "No, nah, fuck you, man." Like, you, you couldn't help us win. Now you're going to try and help them win. But, but either way, we put this on our calendars because I wanted one of them to blow out the other. I wanted Hugh to be a failure, right? 
and like, oh, he's actually this hurt the Bengals, which you can't like really add that up. Or I wanted Hugh to shut down his past team because either of those are great storylines. We got one of them. They blew him out. Yeah. Ba- Baker looked really good too. Four touchdowns, zero picks. Uh, Baker already is the Browns' golden boy. They've <laughs> they've won four games this year. They could lose out, and I think he's still no. If I, if, they, if they win, go to the playoffs. If they if he wins a playoff game, I mean he'll be like like I'm talking LeBron level. If if he we're not even close to it yet, but if he can does this, it's so hard with quarterbacks anyway. You need four years to figure out if they're actually good or not. But his personality is perfect. You want guys to play with emotion, even if it's not rational. You want them to play like a little angry. I don't oh, yeah. need my athletes rational. Like CC Sabathia and Brett Gardner go out there and they're angry for reasons like, you know, come on, like that grow up a little, like have some, you, you're not really angry about that. No, on a sports field, be angry about things that you shouldn't really be angry about. As long as you can flip the switch off, not around it. But I like, I'd love Baker's press conference. There you go. That's it, I think. That's it. All right. Well, that's it. Brings us to. Halftime. See how quiet that is? See how quiet that whistle is, guys? Thanks. Thanks, Jimmy. How do you think we did in the first half? 36 minutes. 30, 36 minutes. Uh, we covered a lot of stuff. It's a lot of sports. It was a lot of sports. It was a long... We didn't We didn't have a Thursday-Friday show. Um, like, the golf thing was just invented to be more sports on this weekend. Uh, think about it. We, we didn't even talk, like, Thanksgiving football at all. Which is normally a huge thing in America, but the games were pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, you got the Cowboys and Lions playing all the time, so. Yeah. True. True. I mean, the Bears won with their backup quarterback with uh, um, Chase, Daniel. Chase Daniel. That's a fun story. Yeah. That, like, he's he's got a job for life now. How was your Thanksgiving? Well, well, well this is still halftime. We're not in the second half yet, so. Oh, well, we could talk about it in halftime. No. No. Okay. My my uh my halftime genuine thought process here is that was a lot of sports. And I don't know how well I don't know if our listeners I don't know how deep our listeners want us to get. Sometimes I feel like we just scrape the surface of topics and then that's not really offering up anything, you know? Yeah. So it's like a it's like a juggling thing, but also, I, I don't know what as many jokes, but it's a lot of sports to talk about. It's daunting how much sports there's to talk about. It's it's get what you need out there. I think I think we did good. I think there's a joke and a half there. You talk about how you you wanted to see Hugh Jackson go down in flames. Now he is. I'll so. tell you a joke. Pine Manor College. Yeah, man. Didn't didn't think they'd get a shout out. The Gators. They're from Boston, but their nickname's the Gators. Which is the first year you open up an all girls school to guys just a creep fest. Or is it really easy to recruit like basketball players? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, as are when you when an all girls school switches to coed, like you gotta be baiting in some creepy guys that are just like, "Yo, dude, it's gonna be ten percent dudes the first year on campus, and we're gonna be on the basketball team, bro. We'd already have all the girls. Now we're gonna have all the girls, and we'll probably win maybe a game." We're going to win the CCSU game for sure. Psych. Tyler Cole wasted you guys. Tyler Cole looked like Tyler Cole. People don't care about CCSU. He plays like <laughs> he plays like an old man in pickup basketball. Like he plays. Yeah. I read a tweet. It's like Tyler Cole plays at his own speed, but it works. He does. He's kind of like laboring and lumbering. Puts up 20 every game. I like that. Second half of the show, we're going to do some. Usually on Mondays, we do a best weekend contest, which I, I like doing that. So next Monday, do it. Send in your weekends. Say you, if you want to go for best or worst. But best weekend on Thanksgiving, I thought would get too much of the same. Like I had a wonderful time with my family. So I just asked for people who had really bad Thanksgivings. We got we got some in here. We're also going to do the North Sentinelese Island, dude, which Jake doesn't know about. So I'm excited to tell him. Yeah. Um, Worst, worst Thanksgiving weekend, Jake. You see our options. Do you have a winner? Do we have a, a con- uh, conclusive winner? Do we choose the, the same guy? Do you want to read one out? Uh, the first one, again, I've, I've used this logic before. That, that doesn't even make my top three. So that is Ben uh, Markovitz said, uh, got us crazy stomach virus. 
was vomiting my guts out and had to stay home from my family's Thanksgiving dinner. So that's not in Jake's top three. He doesn't even feel bad for you, Ben. Like you miss, yeah, you miss Thanksgiving dinner. You got really sick. I don't know. Every, everyone's right now. Everyone's saying, yeah, I think I think I probably put on five pounds over the weekend. Ben Markowitz lost five. N- net net, he just gained ten pounds on the world. But he's sad about it. You just, what was that? Did you make that noise? Nah, Zimmer farted. Oh, okay. So, thanks, Zimmer. <laughs> um. I I think uh, I I'm I'm just saying he misses the Thanksgiving dinner, but I I think there's a chance he still sees family. So I I don't know that that doesn't even register for me. I've been sick on Christmas a lot, so never Thanksgiving. But we'll see. Maybe I'll get sick this December. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, and then you put Harrison in the same topic there. See, he beats Ben Markowitz because he was supposed to travel to see his family. And then he doesn't. And he, then he was home alone for the whole weekend, basically. You, that's fun for two days, and then you lose your fucking mind. My winner... So then there's also Molly. She says, no family dinner. My siblings just decided against it. That kind of is like a, a sad bummer. Got a root canal. That sucks. Suffered residual pain all Saturday. Slept most of the day and then couldn't sleep all on Saturday night. Then had deadlines I couldn't miss, so I worked all Sunday. That's pretty bad. Having to work after a root canal. I got a root canal once. Sucks. But... Miguel Gaspar works in retail, and I'd, I'd rather be homesick. I'd rather be home with a root canal than have to work retail on Black Friday. I think that's honestly hell on earth. You see the videos yeah. of the stampedes with the carts and stuff? Oh, yeah. That's, that is a case study on human, the hum, human society and the human brain. Like They need to sit people down that participate in the, the bum-rushing and all that, and just, where's your head at? What are you doing? I want to go to Best Buy and be like, you know Amazon Prime exists? Two-day free shipping? Same deals? Amazon should do that. Same deals? Better products? Amazon should pay people to go to Best Buy and just be like, ooh, hey, you heard about Amazon Prime? Yeah. More stuff, less money. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to stand in line for two days just to bum rush people. Yeah, I I don't get it. So Miguel wins my worst weekend working up and working retail on Black Friday. Fuck that. I, I think I lean I lean Molly there because for Miguel you I mean you prep for that. That's your Super Bowl. Going you know to it's war. gonna be you know it's gonna be the worst. Yeah, you you buckle up and you're ready to go. Uh, I mean root canal that's. That's brutal in and of itself, but if you can't sleep, that's that. I mean, that's nightmare. Not being you're, able to sleep. You're you're up you're up two thirty in the morning with a painful root canal. I mean, not only are you dreading, you hate your past twenty four hours, but you're dreading the next twenty four hours. Co winners. Co winners. My Thanksgiving was nice. I didn't have to travel at all. We were originally going to go back to California for Thanksgiving. I'm so glad we didn't have to. Just because flying. I hate flying. Yeah. Brother was in town. But Christmas is the real deal for my family. Like, my sisters will be here. My little nephew. Everyone. Ike. All right. News story, Jake. What should I use as a sound clip for this news story? Maybe this... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking at all the, the ones that they gave me. Just a slide whistle. Into the news. We'll slide into the news. So you don't know this story is what you told me. It was one of the bigger non-sports news stories of, of the weekend. Uh, have you ever heard of the North Sentinelese? Nope. North Sentinel Island? What what words are you saying at the end there? It's the North Sentinel Island, and they're called, the, they're okay. called the Sentinelese. Okay. Uh, they are a tribe. That's, they like to say they're untouched, but they, they kind of had some contact but they are um, the most least civilized tribe going. It's off the in, in between. Uh, it's off the coast of like in between India and Thailand, like off the coast there. But basically, they are super aggressive towards outsiders. Like they don't. They'll just kill you if you show up on their island. Right. They just throw spears at you and all this shit. There's all these stories from the past. Um, this one doctor went there back in the 1800s, and he was really like a pedophile and creepy. And he like captured them, so that was their first experience with white people. And I think 
It just got passed down over time. Don't trust white people. Don't trust anyone. Don't trust anyone that comes to the island. So they're still like loincloth, spears, like way back. Sure. And um, there's been contact before. Like um, one point, a cargo ship got grounded in the coral reef, 100 feet or yards offshore. And they were like, all right, we'll wait for a boat to come rescue us. And then the North Sentinelese were, had spears on the beach and were building canoes to go out to them. And they're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And they had to get airlifted out of there. And, and the boat stayed there. So the cool part is, in 1991, we had our only friendly contact with these people. They rowed their canoes there, and they gave them coconuts and meat. And they put them in the shore and then rowed away. And the Sentinelese came and grabbed them. And we got pictures of that. And they had knives on their waist belts, meaning they went out to that metal ship and forged uh, forged weapons out of them because they're no metal. They're before the Stone Age. They're right. like so uncivilized. Anyway, that's the history of these people. They're crazy. One time a boat uh, washed up shore in 2006 with two fishermen on there and they killed them right away. Sure. They're like, it's illegal to bring people to the island. It's illegal to go to the island. So this American named John Allen Chow. I think he's from Alabama. Uh, he's like a Christian missionary travel person, right? So he went there and they killed him. So sure. it's sad that he died, but it's kind of Darwinism. And you need to hear some of the details of this dude's trip. And listen, if you, um, if you have heard this story and you feel terrible for John Allen Chow and you don't want anyone to say anything bad about John Allen Chow and what he tried to do, turn off the podcast because, uh, update, dude's a fucking idiot. He didn't deserve to die, but he was surely asking for death. Because uh, it's like, hey, don't go to that island. They'll kill you. So th- listen, listen to some of these details, Jake. He went there by himself. He paid some boat people to take him, and they, they put their bike like, boat like 100 yards out, and then he rode his canoe. The first day he got there, they shot spears, at bow and arrows at him. They shot one and it hit his Bible, which he was holding in front of his chest as he was screaming Genesis to them in English. And it went through 500 pages of his Bible. He said he had to break it off and then, then took the canoe back. The next day he goes and he's like trying to find them. They break his canoe. He has to swim back to the boat. Clearly they don't want him there, which, you know, the whole world has told you that. He goes a third day. Uh, he in his diary says, "I have been so nice to them. Why are they so angry and aggressive?" Okay, uh, he wanted uh, he wanted to bring them Jesus. Like that's what he kept saying. And it's just like, dude, he wanted he. So he was doing this to establish the kingdom of Jesus on the island. It's like, come on, man, just come on. Listen to the gifts he brought them. The, I laughed out loud. Okay. <laughs> He brought them scissors. Nice. Safety pins. Yep. And a football. It's perfect. And then he's screaming in English words from the Bible to a culture doesn't understand English. Don't need scissors. That's what you think, Jim. If he's They're like, ready for scissors. I mean, he's like, hey, I got these scissors for you. They're like, oh, that dude's got two knives. He's trying to hurt us. Yeah. Let's, and he's screaming. And he's screaming. Even if you'd have to like show them how to use the scissors. I, that makes no sense to me. Safety pins? I guess he was thinking for their loincloths, but like... It's perfect. Wh- he keeps, he's bringing them gifts that he's going to have to explain to them, and he doesn't speak the same language. A football, this dude, like this dude bringing Christianity and a football. Is that not what every nation like is laughing about Americans? You dumb Americans. You think they can understand your language. They want your God and they know what they want your football. Those gifts are insane. Like that's John Allen shout rest in peace. Sorry that you died. But I don't think you could be any dumber in your attempt to do what you were trying to do. Yeah, I think you, Dar- we mentioned Darwin a lot on this show. Uh, you know, John Johnny's the idiot here. Just, He's the one that deserved to die in this story. Definitely 
So dumb, right? Like that he brought the football. Dude, that is such a bad look for America. <laughs> no, see, I disagree there. I think that's, you know, I, I went on a big road trip this year and I brought a basketball with me just because like, okay, if I'm bored or got a minute, maybe I'll shoot some hoops. I, I'm thinking he's like, you know what? I'm going to bring my new friends. Uh, well, Jesus, the big dude, and they're going to love him. Who doesn't love him? Uh, safety pins. Because, I mean, those are how many times the, the two times a year you need a safety pin you don't have it, so you got to run out and get it. So now they don't need that. And I think the football, I don't think he was trying to force that on him. I think that was just his like, all right, I'm going to be pretty bored on this island. I'm going to bring the football and we'll toss the pigskin around a little bit. <laughs> I don't think that was a gift. I, th- I, think, I think he was planning to leave the island with the football again. Like, I just okay, wanted to get guys, a pickup game going. You guys have your scissors, your safety pins, and Jesus now. I'm enjoy i'm going back to bama give me my ball back <laughs> you could be right so like it frustrates me that people like john allen chow exist i'm gonna go bring christianity in a football they really need it they want it oh no dude everyone has told you it's illegal to even go say hi to them no yeah. they're gonna really want my christianity and my football i'll be good i'll it'll be different coming from my mouth i'll just scream the words of genesis to them they shoot the Bible. Talk about funny. That must have been a cool image. Bible gets speared. Hell of a shot by the North Sentinelese, dude. That's all they do all day. Yeah, right. Better be a hell of a shot. <laughs> Bad shot. You get you get your one chance to kill a white dude every three years. There was there was some note that said one of the islanders was blocking him from leaving, but didn't have any weapons. So that standoff had to be almost as scary, like being face to face. Dude, they're from another world. Like they're from another time. Right. Being face to face, and and like he's like getting in your way and stuff. That's scary. I don't know. Um, like you, I'm not sad he's gone. Yeah, wanting to force your religion on people. Can we? Are there laws against that yet? I don't think so because the 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 Mormons still go door to door. Yeah. That's tough. Well, good luck. Good good luck. Hope hope someone goes out there soon and figures it out. Yeah. And then they'll die. It's like that movie Into the Wild. You ever seen that? A while ago. I read the book, too, and it just was so frustrating. I was like, dude, you went to Alaska and lived in a van, and everyone told you you're going to die. Yeah. And then he died. And, and then people made him out to be a hero. Yep. Like, What? And then it makes people like, oh, if you want to be remembered kindly because you don't, you, that's more important to you than living well is being remembered kindly, then you go do something dumb. And it's like, what, what is this? Yeah. I get brains sometimes. Good brains, bad brains. Who's more messed up in the brain? People that go to Black Friday shopping or people that uh, go to North Sentinel's Island with a football and scream in Genesis? I'm going, I'm leaning Sentinel's Island. Me too. Leaning. Me too. Because it's only one, one, case in the last 30 years the fishermen that brought him he paid fishermen to bring him to the island they're arrested for accomplice to murder good yeah crazy all right i think that's about it for the show we're a short show do we want want anything else to talk about what else are we watching today only thing i could find was rangers and senators are playing tonight knicks aren't playing jets giants aren't playing yeah monday night football uh Houston, Tennessee, if you're in a, the AFC South this year. Um, and Houston's won like seven games in a row or something. So I, I guess you can be into that. That'll be that'll be on in the background, I suppose. Yeah, there's nothing else going on, really. This is a tough Monday for people. This is a big recovery Monday. Yeah, I got a lot of work to do, which sucks. Yeah, I'm talking Huskies. We've, we've got a laugh from the past story that's just like that one. I, I remember someone tweeted that at us this week. Jordan Gag did, 3Gs. Yeah. If you in, enjoy the the North Sentinelese story that we just did, go to our podcast, Laughs from the Past, and listen to the story about Rockefeller. It was uh, one, the, one of the, the main Rockefeller's great-grandson in the 60s went to uh, Papua New Guinea to a headhunting cannibalism tribe. And uh, that story is is crazy. All the untouched islands. My my brother Luke loves untouched islands stories and stuff like that, like uncivilized places. 
And this is the last one left. That's There's some other ones that are still tribal people, but we have contact with them. We bring them gifts. We help them out. And the problem is the last time that the that civilized world went to one of these nations, we killed out like 50% of their population because we have diseases they don't and shit like that. Yeah. So that's why it's also, they're an endangered species. Yeah. How about that? I really wish that we could Truman show them. Yeah. Like I would, let's, let's like fake a hurricane so they all go into their safe places. None of them die during the hurricane or some sort of natural disaster, but none of them die, but they go into hiding for a day and we fly in soundless planes and we set up cameras in the trees like Tropic Thunder and then we make a reality show out of the North Sentinel East and we never harm them. Or do anything. I just want to see what their life's like. I mean, I'll try. I just feel like I don't have the skill set to do that. I don't have the steady hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into the Aleutian Islands off Alaska, man. I get caught up looking at those once a year. What are they? The Like all the little islands that leak off Alaska. They're like Alaska's tail. What's the word? You said Aleutian? Aleutian. A-L-E-U-T-I-A-N. Okay. Um... And yeah, there's just so many little islands there. Like, some of them are actual places to live. Some of them are like untouched. Some of them have military presence. Some of them are like half shared with Russia. <laughs> like, it's it's just a crazy world. Oh, dude, I, I, I had a, th- I had a thing we were gonna do every Monday just for you. I was gonna do this. How about that? It's called New Country Monday. New Country Monday. That's going to run out, man. And I was just going to tell you about a country that maybe you don't know about. Because you love learning about new countries. We found out last Monday. I know, but I can't go through them because then I'll never have that rush again. So I'm cutting you off. Uh, every, no, new, no new country, Monday. Yeah, you ever heard about Camaros? Ah! My headphones are out. You just want to hear, find out about them naturally throughout the course of your whole life? No I, headphones. I'm not, put them back on. You just want to find out about them naturally through the course of your yes, whole life? Yes, that's what I just told you. Now I'm so mad I know Camaros. Well, you also oh, know, my God. You also know Tuvalo. You t- no, I don't know that. All right, man. I thought it would be fun. Everyone can get oh, to the Oh, my God. You just ruined my Monday. It's already Tuesday. It's already Tuesday. It's already Tuesday. Oh, man. That, 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 that new segment was a real... Ugh. Sorry, Jake. I, I, I admit that I was trying to be nice. I think so, but I, I just... No, 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 you weren't. Because at the end, I had already showed my frustration, and you said another one. Okay, admit... Be- so you lose all nice Admit properties. that before, before you showed your frustration, the segment was a nice uh, gesture. It, there was a time when you thought it was a nice gesture, and then you flew past that. It would be incredibly mean if our listeners just tweeted at you small countries. Now It would be. That would be really mean. That would be malicious. They're like, hey, have you ever heard of Jamaica? Well, okay. Well, there's a third, Jim. Now you've been to Jamaica. You gave, yeah. you gave Cle- out a bunch of hickeys. No, that was the Bahamas. Bahamas. All right, yeah. fine, dude. There we go. Sorry, sorry that my, my nice idea, New Country Monday, is ruined. You don't get you don't get to say nice idea because no, in the middle you turned mean on it. Yeah, I flipped it. You flipped it. But originally it was nice thought process. So mad. All right. That ends the show. Thank you guys very much for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, Jake's worst day of the week. Dead Tuesday. We all got some stuff to talk about. Weird news stories, some sports and uh, a what's worse debate. Those are our new that's a new segment on Tuesdays. If you got a voicemail, I don't know if we're going to have a uh, a theme for the voicemails this week on Friday. We can try and think of one, or you guys can try and think of one if you think of a good theme for voicemails. The last two were biggest mistake you made on a sports field and uh, weird Thanksgiving traditions. If you have a question for the show or comment in general, 908-845-5792, 908-845-5792. Also, Jake, 
Uh, we're almost at the end of November. And if you have left a five-star rating and review and the date is from a November date in the app, you are uh, up to win a free one-of-a-kind shirt that I make specifically just for you. So go leave a rating and review. If you've left a rating and review, but it's in the month of October, update it so it's month of November and you'll be in the winning, uh, running. All right, we good? Bon Jovi, take us out.